You're listening to an Amplify podcast. If you had two minutes, no less, you've got two seconds to decide how to survive a zombie apocalypse, go. Hide. Hide. Where? Somewhere. Okay. That's not very, very good. That's not a very good hiding spot. But um, You gave me two seconds to think of something. Yeah, that's all I needed. If, you, if a zombie was about to eat your face off, what would you do? Stab, 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 run. Stab with what? Something. There's probably like a glass shard on the ground, you know. Convenient glass shard. Pretty much. Something convenient that only TV shows and movies work with. This is a common topic amongst my friends. Uh, We've probably decided the best place to go is a gym. Think about it. There's often a cafe at a gym, so you can get food. Uh, Or they're very close to a store of some sort to get food. Uh, You want to be in like peak physical condition for a zombie apocalypse because you don't want to die. So Pumping weights. I guess. I, I wouldn't do weights because... Me neither. I don't like weights. I'm weak and skinny. I just don't like weights. Um, so, yeah, you want to be in, like, peak physical conditions to, like, run away from zombies. I'm sure you could, like, procure some sort of weapon using, like, dumbbells or something from a gym. Hi-ya. Yeah, just throw, uh, throw dumbbells. Nunchucks out. or something. Yeah, find nunchucks in a gym if it's possible. So, you know, we thought probably a gym. You could also barricade the door using all gym equipment. They're usually pretty big, so there wouldn't be many places for zombies to hide in. Uh, you got like you can sleep in the swimming pool or something, and drain it out and sleep in it. This is making me nervous. How's it making you nervous? I don't know. It's just flashbacks, like flashbacks to a zombie apocalypse. Yes. You're in. in a past life, there was a zombie apocalypse, and my whole family died. I'm sure they did. Anyway, so what would you do <gasps> to survive? You just dissed my whole family. No, I'm just said I'm sure they died in a zombie apocalypse. How and rude. so if you've already lived through a zombie apocalypse, you should have very good insight on how to survive one. Because you survived, apparently. So what what did you do? I cry myself to sleep. How does that help you survive a zombie apocalypse? It doesn't. It doesn't help at all. Okay, then. Uh, what about <laughs> another sort of movie disaster? What about an alien invasion? How would you survive one of those? I don't know. I'm not good with these sort of things. What sort of things? How would you survive an alien invasion? I wouldn't. That's the thing. I wouldn't survive any of these. I'd be the first one to die. Okay, for an alien invasion, I'd probably go somewhere underground because aliens come from the sky, of course. We all we were all taught that by, I don't know, just... Stuff. Stuff. Media. Science. So, yeah, aliens come from the sky, so I would hide underground, I think. Um, maybe under, like, my house or something, or... Something. Find, like, a cave somewhere. You know, just find a random cave and just hide in it or just dig a hole. Interesting. Um, Very interesting. Hey, it'd be a good survival tactic. This could be important for life. You never know when there'll be another zombie apocalypse or alien invasion. I'm sure there was one of those as well. Yeah, definitely. Do you know, um, there was a story a long time ago. It was like in 1966. And do you know Westall? It's like out near Springvale. Uh, vaguely. Um, there was Westall School, I believe, um, supposedly saw a flying saucer. It's very interesting. Mm, there's a docu- there's a documentary about it. It's I'm really good pretty actually. Pretty sure aliens don't exist. Well, okay. Aliens in the way that they're usually thought of probably don't exist. Otherwise, you think someone would have seen one by now? It's yeah. actually really interesting that documentary because they got mm. rid of all the film on it just to hide it and the police and there's this one girl that they interviewed and she's a woman now and she's um in her 50s I think. And she said that like the AFP came and every and all the police came. They told all the kids not to talk about it or anything, and they got all the newspapers burned. 
and uh, film went missing, and it was all very interesting. So during an alien invasion, in order to survive, you hide all the film. No, 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 this was afterwards, about documenting, documenting it. Well, hopefully there's not an alien invasion, because I prefer to keep my spleen and spine and oh. everything else that's in my body. But, um, yeah, we'll find out one day. Yeah, so if you were in, an, in a zombie invasion or an alien invasion, at the same time, what would you do? Is there an underground gym somewhere in, like, Cooperpedia or somewhere? Probably. Oh, there's pro- there probably is an underground gym somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, or I'd go into a gym and just dig a hole. Okay. It would work, trust me. Would it? Yes. Are you sure? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm counting on it. <laughs> counting on my life. No, counting on the gym. And the life. Just the gym. And your digging skills. Don't forget your oh, digging yeah, yeah, skills. Oh, yeah, yeah, my digging skills. I can get buff in the gym and then dig a hole. But what if the aliens came first? It's like the chicken and the egg. Fine, fine. It's the, how is that like the chicken and the egg? Who came first? The zombie apocalypse or the alien invasion? Okay, a lot of things seem to suggest the zombie apocalypse will come first, and by that I mean all the media is about zombies, probably because The Walking Dead's like super popular or something. I haven't seen it. The Walking but, um, Dead's good. I haven't seen it, but uh, I think that's pretty unrealistic because there would be no convenient guns, and I have no idea how to use a gun, and I don't think any of my friends have any idea how to use a gun. So we think the gym would be the best option. If it happens to be an alien invasion first, uh, dig a hole. <laughs> Just somewhere. Amplify the sound of underaged Melbourne. We are going to be talking about the movies oh, no. that are coming up this year. So last week we talked about movies that you really enjoyed. What movies are you looking forward to? I have no recollection of anything current because I'm still stuck in, like, 1990s. And I don't know how, because you weren't born in the 1990s. I know. I'm just, that, that just no stuck sense. there. Anyway, there's a lot of movies coming out this year that I'm looking forward to. I'm not, like, the biggest movie fan. Like, I'll go see every single movie that comes out ever. Oh, I like never see movies. Like, how? I I get the home release. How do you never see I movies? I don't know. Like, like, I see them on the school holidays and everything, but not often. Well, what sort of movies do you see, then? I don't know. Just once... So, I have a younger sister, and, like, I'm the oldest of all my cousins and family, okay. pretty much. So, I'm used to seeing lots of little kid movies. Okay, well... Yeah. Are there any little kids movies that you're looking forward to that are coming out this year? Finding Dory's coming out this year, I think. Yes, it is. And... Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I like Pixar. Pixar's cool. Yeah, I don't really watch, like, kids movies much, um... I'm the youngest of my siblings, so... Ooh, a contrast. Yeah, I'm the youngest of three. And so, basically, we all pretty much like basically the same stuff. Um, now, the few movies... There are a lot of superhero movies coming out this year, which I'm looking forward to. I what? don't... Like, super movie, superhero movies are fine and everything, but, like, how many Batmans are there right now? Like, 12 or something? What do you mean, how many Batmans are there? No, I mean Batman movies. Like, there are so um, many. You don't need that many. No, there's not that many Batman movies, actually. Um, just, just, they're all the same. Especially not recently. Like, there's about ten Avengers movies. Ten set in the universe, but not ten literal Avengers movies. Ugh. But there's just so many superhero movies. Like, come out with something new for once. You said you didn't even watch movies that I know. recent. So how, why, do you, why do you even care? I get annoyed easily. But you don't even you didn't even watch them. 
Yeah, I know I don't watch them, but Besides, not all I'm superhero of... movies are like the exact same thing. I'm sick of seeing ads for them. You're sick of seeing ads for superhero movies. Yes, they're everywhere. So? Go home. Get a life, superhero movies. They're good. They make money. They're fun. Most of the time. I am not a huge fan of one of the more recent movies, but that's which, just me. Which is? Batman vs. Superman. I know some people will probably like that got, execute me for saying that. That got really bad reviews, I think, didn't it? It didn't get terrible reviews, but it was... It didn't get the best reviews. Yeah, it was kind of split. Um, critics weren't a huge fan. Um, then, in terms of like just the general population, about half people either loved it or half the people were just like, eh... And I'm in the eh, eh group. Eh, you know. It was a bit Could boring. have been better. It was a bit boring at times and stuff, but yeah. What other movies besides superhero movies are coming out? Okay, there's a, lot, there's a few video game movies coming out, which I'm curious about. They mm. haven't been very good the, ever. Pixels, insert pixels here, the worst superhero... The what? Superhero? The worst superhero no. movie ever. No, no, that's not the worst superhero no, movie ever. Sorry. You don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, really. video game movie. That will, that it's not d- even the worst video game movie it ever. It got really bad reviews, though. It's not the worst one ever, trust me. What's the worst one ever? Uh, let's see, there was... Like some... Um, there was a Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah. Which they're was, terrible. Which was made... What do you mean they're terrible? There's only ever been one. No, but, like, um, direct-to-home movies things. Like, well, there have been some, like, the Hedgehog ones, and they suck. Well, they weren't directed by anyone in a so- that was, like, associated with Nintendo, I don't think. Ooh. They were directed by people who hadn't even played the game. Inconspicuous. That's not going to work. It's like That's trying really to, dodgy. It's try- trying to make a movie about a book. Without having read the book. Did they it get, just, um, what, what was I going to say? Did they get, um, any fines for doing the movie? Did they have... I'm not actually sure what happened because it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure that the, the director changed and then the studio, like, didn't like it and something happened and it just turned into a huge mess. So, anyway, there are a few coming out this year that kind of look interesting. Namely, the one that I can think of that comes to mind is an Assassin's Creed movie, which I think is in partnership with Warner Brothers, but I'm not 100% hmm. sure. And I'm interested because... If it's good, I don't think it will be, but if it is, then people might be able to prove that maybe video game movies won't permanently suck. Or maybe they will. I don't know. You just contradicted yourself. You said um, about two minutes ago that you don't like... um, Well, not like, but they haven't been the best. Yeah. And then Um, you just contradicted yourself in saying that they won't be permanently bad. Yeah. That's contradicting yourself. How? That they're not going to be that good, and that they're still hopefully not going to be permanently not that good. That's contradicting yourself. You're just saying like, okay, this is going to be okay, and then you're just like, this is terrible, pretty what much. What do you mean? Or the other way around. I said. That okay, they... don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Any other movies that you can think of that are coming out? No. Um, let's see. So, superhero movies. Like I said, there's a lot. I think the one I'm most excited for is probably Suicide Squad because I- it looks cool. Um, and fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Suicide um, Squad's cool. Harlequin's cool. Pardon? Harlequin. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Don't it, it worry. Looks, all right. Don't um, worry. You don't get kinda it. Kind of interested in Doctor Strange just because Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. And Benedict Q. Cumberbatch. Shout out to my friend Danica who might get that because I tease her about liking Sherlock. That's oh, I like Sherlock. It's cool. I just want to punch him so badly. Why? I just hate him so much. What does that have to do with him liking Sherlock? I don't know. Like, in Sherlock, he's... Ah! 
What? He's meant to be. I know, but I. Have just... you ever read the books? No. I have, and um, he's probably nicer in the show. Sometimes. <sighs> that just goes to show how bad he is in the books. Sometimes. I really hate Benedict Cucumberpatch as Sherlock. He's such a good Sherlock. I just hate Sherlock. He plays him so well. Amplify. 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 Le Thomas Analysis. The album I'll be analysing this week is This Is What The Truth Feels Like by Gwen Stefani. Now, I'm guessing... Yeah, I was going to say. I'm guessing you haven't heard of this. Uh, No, I haven't. Have you heard any of the singles that I'm just about to read out that have owned this... These are the three singles that have been released so far. So there's been... Um, the first single that was just like big and it was just like I'm releasing a new album woo after how many years eight years Um, which is called Used to Love You I think I might have heard of it you might have heard of it it didn't didn't get the radio play it deserved like all of these singles haven't got any radio play except for Used to Love You which got the tiniest bit I probably haven't heard of the others the next one was Make Me Like You And the last one um, that has been released recently was called Misery. Might have heard of that one, but and that was released just before the album was released. There's probably a lot of songs called Misery, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so this is the third studio solo album by Gwen Stefani, who is American. Um, Most people probably know who Gwen Stefani is. She was around ages ago, and she went solo for a bit, and she was like, "Hey, fashion." She started her own fashion chain. Oh, okay. And then there was just like, kids, nice. Divorce, nice. More songwriting, nice. New album, nice. And then here we are today. Okay. Um, Anyway, so she, before she released this album, she, in 2014, had written some songs to go on an album before this one. And this one was just like non-existent. But then she was just like, scrap all of this, new album, let's do this. Anyway, um, so she had lots of different producers, just all lots of different names. And before um, this album was released, two years ago, she released two promotional singles. One named Baby Don't Lie, and the other Spark the Fire. And so this album is basically inspired by her divorce and growing to like new people, specifically Blake Shelton, who she... Um, she hosted The Voice with. She was one of her judges, yeah, in America. Anyway, so it's described as a breakup record, and it's quite sarcastic. Okay, then. Which I think you might like. I like sarcasm. I, Although, I, think, I like myself being sarcastic. Yeah, personally. lots of people like sarcasm. Yeah, so, sarcasm's good. Um, yeah, so the album before this was The Sweet Escape, which was released 10 years ago, which is interesting. And then before that, there was um, Lamb, also known as Love Angel Music Baby, which I've already done a review of. Catch up on podcast. Nice. Self-advertising. Yeah, I know. Self-advertising to the max. Anyway, so just like after she gave birth to her third son, she she announced that she was going to do a new album. So she's just like, hey, Coachella 2014, here we come. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, and then started writing new songs and blah, blah, blah. Did her first album before this one, which had lots of names on it, um, it featured Charlie XCX, and she had that one song, Boom Clap, The Sound of My Heart, the beat goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay, I have heard of that song. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Uh, yeah, 
writing, divorce, new love, bam, you got hit songs, pretty much. And that was that was her writing process. Like, divorce, I've been through a lot. I have three kids. I'm a single mum. Watch me write music. Woo! Woo! Woohoo! I'm Gwen Stefani. I can do anything. Uh, yep, so do album's opening track, which is also a single, which we talked about briefly before. It's called Misery, and it has future disco beats, in quotation marks. Um, and it catches the highs and lows of being gobsmacked in love, quoted by Gwen Stefani. So she's just like, oh my god, I, I'm in love. It's like, it's like when I met Gavin Rosdale in 2000 and we got married the next year. So oh. if the song's about love, why is it called Misery? Because it's, it's about divorce. And then she's just like, I'm going to get over this. Bye. Yeah, that's that's the song. And she's just like, hey, new love. Woohoo. Um, You're My Favourite is the next song. And it has Super Mario 64 cave synths. Really? Yes, it does. It, it's like okay. bubbles and it's just pop, 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 pop. You're sure it's from Super Mario 64? It's from Super Mario 64 and it's the cave. Is there a cave in that game? Yes, there is. Yeah, see? See, I know see, my, my stuff. Video, my video game knowledge is actually being useful now. See? I know stuff. I know stuff. Except when it's about movies. That was shady, and I don't appreciate that. It's okay. The next song is called Where Would I Be? And it's reggae-flavoured. Um, And before Gwen Stefani went solo, she had... Oh, she's still in the band, no doubt, which... Were inspired by reggae, ska, and alternative music in the 1980s and 90s. So she was just like, I'm bringing this back, Gwen style. And when she went solo, she was just like, okay, we need to, I'm Gwen, I'm girly, watch me get pink and colourful and fashion and things and stuff. And then she's like bringing it all back and she's just like, hey, no doubt, woo, can I get a hell yeah? May I get a hell yeah? Should have got one at lunch. I didn't need a hell yeah then. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so, yep. Where would I be? So, ska pop, reggae, stuff. Um, next flavor. The next flavor. Ha, huh, I'm funny. Um, the next song is Make Me Like You. So, that that's another single. Lots of people actually thought this was a Target commercial. Really? When the music video was released. <clears throat> Uh, and it's a pop and disco, and it's the complicated feeling of falling in new love. So when you're just like, mm, I like you, but I like you more. And it's just like, make me like you, brackets, more. <laughs> that's my spin on it. Uh, next was Truth, and that's like electro stuff. Next song, Used to Love You, main single, nice. Main single, here we go. Including everything, electro pop ballad, and then capture captures the aftermath aftermath of her divorce with Gavin Rossdale. Okay. So that was really intense. And then next um, couple of songs. So number seven, send me a picture. It's cool. It has dance hall elements. Describes back and forth texting um, between her and Blake Shelton. And also um, Gavin Rosdale and it just bef- before their divorce and everything. Next song, which we're going to play, um, is called Red Flag. 
one of my favorites on the album. Okay. And it, it's... Why is it one of your favorites? I don't know. It's just really cool. It's just got this sort of chill start, and then it goes, bam, music. Ooh, rap. And this is one of the albums that Gwen Stefani really uses her R&B skills a lot. And when Gwen went solo, she used her R&B skills a lot. Like, she was just like, R&B, ayo, ayo. Um, anyway, lots of other songs. Um, there are 17 songs in the album. Did commercially pretty well. Still up in the charts. Hey, if you had to rate it out of 10, what would you rate it? Oh, that's hard. Like, out of all time? like At this very moment. At this very moment. Well, I've got some favourite songs on them on the album, and then some but I'm just as like... as a whole? Eh. I'd say about a seven. I think a seven. A seven's solid. Like, there are good songs, and there are, then there are okay songs, but most majority are good songs. Amplify! Those school things that happen that suck. You mean every day? No, not every day. Most but, days. Um, let's see. I'm going to start with the stuff that can happen in primary school very, like pretty often. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so starting from the bottom, you know, when you're starting in like... Starting from the bottom, now we're here. Like, music reference? That's a song, yes. Okay. When you're like in, I guess, around your prep, I think one of the worst things that can happen is either getting lost at school, which <gasps> isn't super likely when you're that age. That happened in year seven, and um, can I just say, my school is split into two campuses. I'm in high school, I'm in year nine now. So there's the junior campus, which is year seven and eight, and then there's the senior campus, which is nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. So they're two different things. When I went to year nine, I was so lost for like a week. Yeah, we don't have that. We've just got one campus for your 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. Ugh. Doesn't make it much better when your school has, like, really... It has kind of strange naming conventions. It's not awful, but they changed it from, like, there was a building that was just the M building, and you had, like, M1, M2, M3, oh, we up have to, that. like, M30-something. Oh. Like, they recently changed those to MQ and MU. I'm not sure what they stand for. I think Q stands, like... I know U stands for upper, and I'm not sure what Q means. But basically, you've got the Q- MQ for the lower floor and MU for the upper floor. So I'll look at the thing, say, like, MQ29, which would have been, like, M7, and I'll just get, like, really confused as to where it's supposed to go. Yeah. But it's not the worst. So on on the junior side in my school, they do learning areas. So they do, like, so the 30s is the English block or something. Mm-hmm. And now on the senior campus, there's, like, D1s. So D to D1 to D10, I think which is downstairs. Then there's S1 to S4, which is upstairs, and C1 to C6, which are also upstairs on the same floor. S stands for science, and C stands for computers, but D stands for downstairs. Okay, then that's... And so they have multi-purpose, like, things in those just classrooms. general classrooms, I guess? Pretty much, but it's so weird because you could just list them upstairs and put 10 or have downstairs as specific rooms yeah the other issue like we can't really do something like that at all though because we've got like three floors and then sometimes like some parts like have extra stairs and there's like a little extra block of school there oh yeah we have these weird like sort of bits that just stick out on the ends and you have to go all the way around somewhere yeah that as well um it's silly but in primary school i think one of the worst things that can happen i think i might have done this like once is when you call a teacher, either the name of someone you know, or whether you call them mum or dad. Yes, I did that so many times. There was this one time in year like two, once. and we were doing it. We were doing karaoke, and I kept calling my teacher accidentally my mum, and I'm just like, 
what is going on with my brain? Yeah, I think I did it like once, maybe twice, or like grandma or grandpa or something like that. It was that. the weirdest thing, and I would just spiral into like, what have I done? What have I done? And then I did it a second time, and it's just like, oh, I was that's... screaming inside for a little, for a year to person. Um, no, then in high school, again, getting lost. I think another thing in high school is... Um, the people, they're big. <laughs> yeah, when you're like you, year seven, everyone's like huge. Yeah, you might get like run over by them. It's I actually scary. did get run over by someone once, but well done. R.I.P. Well, not exactly run over, but like... Trotted they decided, on. No, they decided a bunch of... When I was in like year seven, a bunch of, I think they were like year 12s, decided to just stand in one of the doors and just block it off and no one could get through and we're all just kind of standing there pushing at them and they're just... They were just standing there. This was, is me every it's day. It's kind of funny, actually. I'm with my lockers. I'm in this sort of corner, and there's about, I'd say, 15 boys. So they could do boy, girl, girl, boy mm-hmm. in the lockers. So I'm with these, like, group of mammoths who are so rude, and I'll be waiting for five minutes behind this person who is extremely slow. And then the person who's at the middle locker cuts right in front of me. So I'm on the bottom locker. Person who's really slow is on the top. And the person in the middle locker just goes... Think that's bad? Try our school. We don't even have, like... Okay, first of all, I go to an all-boys school, so oh, instead of having... I'm sorry. Oh, it's not that bad. You get used to it. I'm um, sorry. No, really. It's only a few locker bays where I feel like they're a little bit small and everyone's just kind of shoving through the doorway. Then there's that one kid who decides to shut the door because <gasps> they don't know what to do with the doors, apparently. Yeah, and we have, like, gear... Um, Locker bay, so year nine have a separate separate locker bay. Well, anyway. Yeah, we don't have that. We've just got lockers here, lockers there, blah blah blah. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.